Gather around one, gather around all, for a tale not about summer, spring, or about fall, but rather a story about the holiday season, about the world and all of the things that we believe in. A story without reason. There are days that are special and grand, but above them all, one holiday stands. Christmas, December 25th, the alleged birth date of the Christian Messiah and Son of God, Jesus Christ, the man who is believed to have died and come back to life. But today, we're not here to discuss Christ figures or God. It's time for a Christmas tale that is peculiar and odd. From the North Pole to the Midwest, we've got a story that spans the globe about a Christmas morning that was blistering cold. My name is Jason Peters. This is the 2100 Christmas special. Settle in and happy holidays. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 2, 2. 2100. It's the 21. Hey, 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 this the 21, yeah, this the 21, yeah, this the 21, yeah, this the 21, hey, 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 yeah, this the 21, yeah, you know that you love it, I got a pocket full of dreams and a mouthful of money, it's like almost every day I be reporting something, have you seen the PT, yeah, you know that we starting, yeah, this the 21, yeah, the 21, and I got a picture perfect view for the way that I run it, and I'ma tell the whole Spreading love like it's nothing. This is 21. Yeah, this is 21. It's Christmas Eve, and the North Pole is a bustle. All around the shop, the worker elves hustle. An elf named Jerry rushes and scurries through a mountain of toys to find pieces that are buried. But when he's done his elf job, he goes home and he worries. The elves want to start a union, but Santa won't allow it. But Jerry needs a raise on his weekly allowance. For millennia upon millennia, the elves were paid in candy, which for years was fine and dandy. But now, Jerry makes iPhones and Playstations that he himself cannot afford. But all elves love candy, so inside he's torn. He's grateful to Santa for the opportunity he's provided, but at the end of the day, he finds himself divided. However, it's Christmas Eve. So Jerry is hard at work. He's checking the naughty list as Santa's official clerk. Tony Warner. Tony Warner. Jerry exclaims. Some people are just fucked. Jerry explains. Much like Jerry, Tony is hard at work on Christmas Eve, putting something together that you would not believe. See, Tony lived next to a man named Rick. And just a few days before Christmas, Tony said something that made Rick sick. Ricky walked to his mailbox on a brisk Midwest morning, just a regular Monday, real plain and boring. But today, Tony was there, retrieving packages. So Rick turns and asks of him, Hey, Anthony, is Santa going to bring you something good for Christmas? Yes, I'm going to be more famous, Tony replied with a weird, weird look. I'm going to be so famous that Nashville will never forget me. It was the type of interaction that makes a man quiver. For a moment, they just stood there and shivered. Rick was praying for the conversation's end. In fact, they were only neighbors. Rick and Tony were not even friends, but 
Rick shook it off and headed inside, eager to share what was on his mind. He told his wife about Tony, and they both shook it off because they lived next to him for a while, and they always thought that Tony was off. In the North Pole, Jerry and Santa were packing, and out of nowhere, Santa says, The Union seems to have a strong backing. I think that's why so many of the elves have been slacking. These gifts and these toys, they seem to be really lacking. Look at this, Santa barked. In his pink and unmoisturized hands, Santa held a CD-ROM of Pachulia Clark's downtown. What kid would want this, Jerry? Jerry stood shocked, his face red and flushed. Santa noticed his demeanor and his blush. Jerry, what the fuck is this CD? Santa yells. It's my favorite CD, Santa. Jerry chirps back. I thought we could listen to my music for a change this Christmas. Are you kidding me? Santa shouted. I'm fucking Santa. If I'm not listening to Christmas music, people will be mad. It's the whole, whole, whole point. Jerry belts back. No one can ever hear what you're listening to. You're flying through the sky. We're up there for hours. Can we just listen to a couple songs off of this album? It's not coming on the trip, Santa lashes back. Go put that CD in your quarters before I tell security and we take it. We take off in ten minutes. I want to see you back here. Ho, 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 in five minutes. As the clock moved closer to midnight, the fight about the in-flight music had grown to subtle groans that were nearly silent but still abusive. But back in Tennessee, Tony was working hard. He was very handy and crafty, always working on his RV in his yard. He was a loner and a nerd, the type of man who goes unheard. He was on forums and chat rooms saying things that were truly absurd. The world he was in, it just wasn't for him. Glee and joy around Christmas was not reeling him in. For people who are hurting and troubled, the holidays can cause these pains to double. The feelings of loss, sadness, and loneliness can wear people down in such special moments. But Tony wasn't normal. He didn't just cope. He packed his RV with a bundle of notes and a big, big package held together by ropes. The clock struck midnight and Santa took off. Every one of Jerry's comments and suggestions were shook off. Passive aggression was combating Christmas cheer, and Santa was sick of having people in his ear. Elves really want to tell me how to run Christmas. Say, Jerry, is there anything you think I could be doing better? Santa jabbed at Jerry. Well, Santa, Jerry said, I think you could ease up with the whip. Rudolph seems to be in pain. Santa was furious that Jerry would critique him. In that moment, Santa didn't even believe him. They both sat in silence for the long part of the flight. Was this awkwardness going to last all of Christmas night? Jerry said sorry, just to cool the tensions, but... Santa stayed stoic in an act of rejection. So Jerry says, Fuck it, and stands on his seat, then reaches behind him and grabs the CD. We're listening to Downtown by Pachulia Clark, and I don't care what you say, you fat fucking Bezos wannabe. He pulls out his disc, but is met with a fist. Santa punched him in the face and busted his lip. The CD fell feet, then yards, then miles, landing in front of a man with a smile. Tony picked up the CD. Eager to listen, he had a pep in his step, his eyes had a glisten. It's Christmas morning, and Tony's going to be famous. It's time for a drive, now that he doesn't need a playlist. Down ninth, then eighth, all the way to second. Tony parks his van and proceeds to begin his methods. It's 4.30 a.m. 
An old woman named Betsy Williams hears some banging, so she calls the police. These sounds are strange for the art district, which is usually so timid. But Betsy hears gunshots, loudly and vivid. Police scan the area, only to see, on the corner of Second, a weird parked RV. Santa's returning to the North Pole with a bloody elf in his belly full. Gifts under the trees, kids all pleased, and the elves still need to pay out of pocket for health coverage if they get a disease. But as toys were being opened and families were filled with joy, it was time for Tony to finish up his ploy. It's 6 a.m. on Christmas in Nashville, Tennessee. The streets are damn near empty as far as the eye can see. Tony plays a message from his RV speaker. This truck is going to blow and people should not be here. Evacuate, Evacuate the, the area. area. This vehicle is going to explode. Evacuate the area. This vehicle is going to explode. Evacuate the area. This vehicle is going to explode. A robot voice repeated. Betsy and the police left the area defeated. The warning played for minutes. Then a countdown started. Six, five, four, three, two, one. When you're all alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry, sometimes it seems to help. I know. Downtown. Just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalks where neon signs are pretty. How can you lose? The lights so much brighter there. You can forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown. Things will be great. You're downtown. No finer place for sure. Downtown. Everything's waiting for you. Downtown. Downtown by Pachulia Clark belted over and over. Then at 6.30 a.m., Anthony Quinn Warner detonated a bomb in the Arts District of Nashville, Tennessee, killing only himself. Merry Christmas. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown, just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty. How can you lose the lights so much brighter there? You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown, things will be great when you're downtown. No final place for sure. Come on, you have to be, you have to enjoy that. Who, what did you think the Christmas episode was going to be about? And you might be thinking, what the hell does this have to do with 2100? That's why I have to talk. That's why I have to do exposition at this point of the show. So what you just heard was a fictionalized version of the story of Anthony Quinn Warner, the man who exactly, almost exactly one year ago today on Christmas morning blew up an RV and himself, killing no one but himself, causing eight injuries, and completely destroying a city block in Nashville, Tennessee, which is a major city in, in America. And I wanted to tell the story and remind people of it because like many other things in 2020, 
it's one of the things that got memory hold. Like we don't, we never talk about this. No one ever talks about this. No one remembers it. And I think the reason why no one remembers it is because A, Christmas morning, very sad. No one else died. It was pretty much just a suicide, but it, it did level all of Second Ave in Nashville, Tennessee, in the Arts District. Anthony Warner is an interesting case. It's a lot like the Las Vegas shooter where they've almost given up on finding out why he did this or what the motive was. And I I believe that the reason we don't talk about it, like I read the FBI's full report that, that consisted of more than 500 people uh, working on it. And it's it's got nothing. They have nothing. No one has any idea why... Anthony Warner, a 62-year-old man, independent contractor, security, cybersecurity expert, blew himself up and destroyed a block on Christmas. The things we do know is that he had gotten in trouble for building a bomb in 2019. His girlfriend at one point or another was threatening to kill him and herself at one point or another, and it was known that he believes in conspiracy theories. So why wasn't this preventable? Was it not preventable because it was Christmas? Was it not preventable because why? And why why did he play a message to tell people clear the area? If you're going to go go through with bombing an entire city street, why save everybody or tell everybody to get out? What is the point of that behavior? And these are questions we haven't gotten answers to. And I don't think that it's necessarily the most important thing, but a Christmas story, you know? If I was going to tell a Christmas story, this was, this is the Christmas story to be told because there's still so much to be told about what this crazed man did. But to pivot away, this is not just a story about a suicide and, and a bomb. It's also a story about unionization. The elves union trying to unionize. You see that? Sprinkle that in because... Unions are coming back in a big way. The pressures by COVID-19 have forced labor to organize in a way that it has not in a very long time. America's labor force has long been exploited. And so I wanted to add a little flavor of the union stuff. I had Santa win the union battle because that is who's winning. The the Bezoses, the, the Musks. Uh, unionization is being thwarted at every possible turn. However... We pivot, we pivot, we pivot, we pivot, and the last point of the story. I wanted to tell the story about Tony Warner because when I began to make a Christmas episode, I also talked to a woman named Cindy. As I was walking through Times Square in New York, I came across a woman who had a table full of Bibles and Christmas gifts, and because I'm a jerk, I'm an asshole, I'm a media snob, I knew that, hey, let's let's talk to this really religious person about Christmas and see how it differs from what other people say. And she was just awesome. She was just the sweetest lady in the world. I may not agree with, you know, the Jesus stuff she's saying, but she used to be a drug dealer. She said she used to be a prostitute. This is the only time I've ever talked to her. We talked to each other for like four minutes. But rather than going the Anthony Warner route and blowing himself up spectacularly in the middle of an arts district. Cindy has traveled the world and she had she had joy in her heart. She 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 gave me a Christmas gift. 
She gave me a Christmas gift, and I'll talk about that in a second. Here you go. Meet my friend Cindy. Spirits up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The party's on, the feeling's here. That only comes this time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time Simply having a wonderful Christmas time The choir of children sing their song Excuse me, what, what is your name? My name is Cindy Garchong Where are we? We are in New York City. Specifically. New York City, Manhattan, Times Square. Times Square. We're in the center of Times Square, and you are set up with Bibles, pamphlets, all sorts of stuff. You seem like a very nice lady. You're well-dressed. Um, and, and you're out here talking about Jesus, which made me want to ask you about Christmas. Yes. To you, in 2021, what is Christmas all about? Christmas is the celebration of the coming and the birth of our Lord and Savior, who is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Look at how great is it for God to be in heaven. And all of a sudden he says, you know what? I love them so much that I'm going to lay down my life and I'm going to humble myself as a God and come here, be born in a manger in Bethlehem, just to come and save the life of the people. How do you feel about Christmas? I feel amazing about Christmas because I feel like Christmas is the symbol of salvation for humanity. Do you feel as if with all the Santa and stuff and the gift giving, it's gotten away from the Jesus stuff? Yes, it's not a bad thing, you know, to, to receive the gift. But I believe that a lot of people don't think about Jesus. They just focus on the gift. And that is the wrong thing because a gift was given unto us and the gift was Jesus Christ. So let me ask you this. Obviously, my show I told you is about the year 2100. What do you think the future of Christmas is? So, first of all, I don't know if we will even get there because Jesus may come sooner. And if Jesus comes sooner, you know, so all I say to people is that we should focus on today and we should focus on eternity. That's what I mean. That makes sense. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people of the year 2100? Yes, I would like to share something very quick with everybody. So I used to be a prostitute. I used to be a drug dealer. I used to be part of a gang. Jesus Christ saved me. So I do not preach the gospel because of religion or because I've read it in the Bible, but out of experience. So I just want to let you know this, that this is the day of salvation. Surrender unto him and repent and he will change your life and you shall be able to enter into his kingdom. Well, that's pretty interesting. I, I, I like that. Uh, so you don't, you're not like, you don't have a sect. You don't have a team. No, I don't have a team. I believe that I'm a born again believer, a child of Jesus, a child of God. And are you just out here dolo? What does it mean, Dolo? On your own. Um, I, I, I actually came here by myself, but then I met another brother in Christ. So now we're even doing this together. This is divine connection. But you just did this out of your heart? Yes, because I love Jesus and he has done so many things for me. 
That's amazing. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say about Christmas? Maybe a favorite Christmas memory of yours? Uh, the favorite Christmas memory of mine is this. Do not focus on the gift. One thing I've noticed about America, everybody's going crazy because they have to spend money for gift. It is not about gift. It is about Jesus. So in the day of Christmas, celebrate Jesus Christ. Where are you from? I'm from, I was born in Italy and I was raised in Italy, but I'm African from Ghana. From Ghana, so from Italy, your, your, your family's from Ghana. Have you ever been to Ghana? Yes, I've been to Ghana. I went to school also in Ghana. It's so beautiful. I love Africa. You sound like you're extremely well-traveled. Yes, I travel a lot, you know. I've been to UK. I've been everywhere almost, you know. And now I'm traveling everywhere in America. Now I've done 23 states and I'm, you know, planning to do the remaining. Do you live here in New York? No, I live in Massachusetts now. I'm based over there. So why are you in Times Square on a gosh darn Thursday? Because the Holy Spirit sent me here. And today is my birthday too. So today is my birthday. Happy birthday. What's Thank your name you. one more time? Cindy Garchon. Happy birthday, you. birthday to you, Cindy Garchon. I, I appreciate you starting off our Christmas episode. Thank you, uh, thank you so much. Can I give you a gift? Uh, please. Okay. Let me see what the gift is. I'll tell, I'll tell the listeners. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's wrapped in everything. I know what it is. This? I know what it is. Yeah, you know? Give me one that's not shaped like a book. Okay. <laughs> this one. All right, all right, all right. I'll open it up. Okay. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. No, it don't matter. It's it's it's, it's the outro. No one even gets Mary. this far. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's a good way to say it. Thank you for listening to the Christmas episode of 2100. The point is of this episode is to not be like Tony and to be like Cindy. For the people of the year 2100, Christmas is a giant debacle. It is a reminder that Christianity and capitalism run the world. It is a monstrosity, but it is also simultaneously the best part of the year, the only time when people are nice to each other, the only time where people are thinking about like, oh, I should tip the server a little more. Oh, I should, you know, like not spit on a guy because uh, people are inherently bad and Christmas is the one time where they're reminded that they have to act decent. In 2021, COVID-19, the Omicron variant, is fucking shit up uh, on Christmas 2021. I have a family member with it. I have three of my closest friends have it. Everyone's worried. People at my job have it. I don't. I feel great. I love Christmas. Um, but hopefully, if you're alone for Christmas because you have to quarantine or if, if you're missing someone or if there's something wrong, hopefully this ridiculous podcast episode and listening to Cindy brought you some joy. And for those of you wondering what the gift I got, because she did, she handed me a, a, what was obviously a Bible in wrapping paper and zero jokes. I already have a Bible. 
I'm reading it. I'm trying to read it. It's very boring. Just to get, like, to understand it a little better. So I didn't want her Bible. So then she reaches out and she grabs another gift. And it was a box of chocolates. Shout out to Cindy, one of the sweetest people I'd ever misjudged in an attempt to exploit for entertainment. That being said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. If you don't fuck with Jesus, that's fine. If you don't fuck with Santa, that's not fine. Merry Christmas, Happy 2100. Middle of the winter, I pull up in a vert It's the middle of December, she pulled up in a skirt Santa Claus of the hood, I pull up with the work They call me East Atlanta Santa, when up on me, get murked I'm just trapping through the snow Selling nine half a bricks and four way